Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hold up. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays. Um, when you come up here more than one time, you ain't no guest. You're a friend of the podcast. Introduce yourself to the good people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Sunny D. Back on the podcast. Thanks for having me again, my brother. Man, I'm back, man. I'm back, man. You, you becoming the podcasting ass nigga, man. That's good, man. <laughs> okay, you've been trying to get me on this shit forever, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, it's, hey, it, podcasting is a way of life. Um, it is. It's, it's almost. It's, it's like. It's like, see, when you tweet, you can tweet shit, and people be like, "Man, you ain't serious." But when you say it on the podcast, that's when it's like. Set in stone, like all right, he really feel this way. He ain't just you ain't trolling no more once you once you hit uh podcast that is. But um on Twitter. Go ahead. What you about to say? On Twitter, goddamn Twitter is the receipt for goddamn podcast and it's like the motherfuckers are laminated. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, Pull the plate hung on the wall. It's like getting a tattoo or some shit. But uh Yeah, man, how you feel about Bill Cosby, man? He got three to ten. For being a, a rapist, and uh, hey. and and not only how you feel about Bill Cosby, but how you feel about the the people that feel like they got to defend Bill Cosby because yeah, uh, a black man got to go do three to ten, but a white man ain't. You know, just just get your whole take on that whole situation. Like my, my whole take on that is, I mean, I don't feel I don't feel too bad for Bill Cosby. I mean. Hey, at the end of the day, he did what he did. It was some fuck shit. But, hey, your boy essentially got to live fucking life. He lived life. Like, with all this shit, like, yeah, it caught up to him in the end. But your boy ended up, he had a very fulfilling life in the mean and in between time. And, I mean, yeah, it's fucked up that, you know, white people tend to get lesser crimes for the same crimes as, you know, black people. But at the end of the day, some people, some brothers did walk free. I mean, R. Kelly's still out here free. No, oh, that nigga still stepping in the name of love. <laughs> Shit. Oh, hey, hey. Say what we want. OJ, that nigga walked free for a long time. He OJ didn't, didn't rape nobody. OJ didn't nah, he rape. Didn't. He didn't. OJ didn't, he didn't rape didn't. nobody. He only killed he did it. two people. <laughs> and when he did get pinched, it wasn't even for that shit. <laughs> yeah, they had to get his ass on a revenge bid. I mean... <laughs> Me, me, fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck him. Somebody <laughs> knifed his ass up tonight. Like, fuck him. <laughs> fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck. Fuck him, period. Like, and even if he just did one, like, fuck him. Like, oh, like, why stand for, like, why is people standing for Bill Cosby? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, we. Uh, but 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 such as Brock Turner, I mean Brock Turner name. I know every time somebody rapes somebody, Brock Turner be like, "Dog, fuck." <laughs> Why well, I gotta be the poster child for getting off of rape? Because to be honest, there's been a lot of black dudes that got off on rape charges too. Yeah, then they probably yeah. did the shit. 
And at the same time, it's a lot of brothers sitting up in prison, wrongfully in prison for rape. Yeah. Because of all the people that has rape. So, yeah, it's crazy. And if you want to champion somebody, champion them, not not Bill. Yeah, Cosby. not Brock, not Bill Cosby or Brock Turner, none of these motherfuckers. People talking about some, oh, but what about Kavanaugh? What about Trump? Or what about, they ain't been found guilty in court. Bill Cosby yeah. has. So, if you feel the way, fuck them. Fuck a rapist, man. And then people, how you feel about when Amber Rose basically said, she basically wished death on him. She said, he yeah, she hope he do 10 years, so 10 years, and he dies the day he gets out. A lot of people been outraged saying, how could you wish death? First of all, fuck a rapist. Fuck <laughs> um, I do believe in life for life. If you kill somebody, then I'll wish death on you. Uh, So I'm rape for rape. I'll even get his ass fucked every day in this bitch. <laughs> fuck him. Um, but how you feel about people being outraged that a woman will wish death on a rapist? I mean, me personally, I don't, I can't think of a single time that I wish death on anybody. That's just not in my, you know, character. But I don't fault people, especially people that's close to the situation, you know, for feeling, you know, how they feel. Yeah, especially for uh, Yeah, yeah. Especially from a woman, you know, her background, you know, whatever, and she gets heat all the time for living her life the way she does, which is nothing wrong with the way she lives her life. Nothing. And <laughs> so if she feels that strongly about it, hey. Yeah, she probably dealt with I don't, that motherfucker. I yeah. mean, you know, Amber, you know, Amber from Philadelphia, too. Yeah. So Bill probably even tried to, you know, slide up in the games with his old ass, you know. And, you know, it's, it'd be... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she had a rape story that she hasn't shared with anybody. Oh, yeah. Or maybe, yeah, because it's, man, I can't tell you a single woman that I've been emotionally intimate with who didn't have a rape story to tell me. No, at least, at least, a, uh, if it ain't like a full-blown, it's like a it could've, or somebody didn't do this or that. Oh, niggas be out here raping. That shit yeah. is crazy as fuck. Um, they out here raping, sexually abusing all types of lame shit so yeah. so yeah so if a woman say fuck a rapist fuck him fuck him fuck Bill Cosby <laughs> Bill Cosby all this shit fuck him yeah he lived life I say he lived life a very yeah, fulfilling life whole life the motherfucker almost got away with it too the motherfucker's probably gonna die in prison he, he, he's too old shit he old as fuck <laughs> <laughs> imagine being that old in, in prison though like no that shit gotta suck <laughs> oh, but let's, let's move on. Fuck Bill Cosby. I mean, we we're both in, in agreement. Fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck yeah. rapists. Fuck rapists. Yeah. Fuck yeah. motherfuckers who fuck all them who niggas. carry their water. Fuck people that just believe a rapist story. Fuck people that just deny a woman's <laughs> story. And I'm and I'm one of those people that do believe. Like, you know, let's wait for the facts. But come on, man. Thirty some people ain't lying, man. Yeah. If he raped one, he's a rapist. You know, yeah. If he shot one for thirty something, he still shot. Man, fuck him. Thirty. <laughs> my mama. The funny thing, my mama. You know, my mama the first one to tell me if I did something wrong, and three or four people said I did it. Everybody ain't lying. Yeah. But my mama's one of the people that believes all every last one of these women are lying. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she loves, she can't let Bill Cosby go. I'm like, yo, Bill Cosby a piece of shit. Fuck him. 
Next so time they, some shit they come want up. The money. <laughs> they just want money. They just, why, why, why they wait? Come on. My mama never been raped, apparently, because she had no fucking, like, sympathy. <laughs> like, no, what the fuck is you on right now? How is a man trying to tell a woman, like, no, you tripping right now? <laughs> what the fuck is you on? Man, next time, you find, <laughs> next time you find yourself in a he say, she say situation, regardless whether it's legal or just on some personal shit, you need to tell your mom, keep that same energy. Yeah, same <laughs> fucking energy, because you sound stupid as hell. But, uh... Let's move on, man. Carter Five drops at midnight. We're recording this on a Thursday. Carter Five drops on uh at midnight. Lil Wayne, one of the greatest rappers to ever do it. Do not fucking kid yourselves. Lil Wayne is. <laughs> there's an entire generation of kids who grew up thinking, knowing Lil Wayne is the goat. Lil Wayne is up there with the Biggie's and Tupac's. Don't fucking kid yourselves. He is. <laughs> um. That said. I'm not crazy excited for Carter Five. I'm, I'm Wayne been yeah. watched. Wayne been watched for a while. Um, I mean, I'll give it a listen off the strength that it's Wayne, but yes. you know, like you said, his his music is kind of over the hill at this point. He was. <laughs> I said it. I said it on Twitter the other day. He's he's 2018 Dwayne Wade, where <laughs> where on on a random night in Milwaukee, he might go off for 20, 20 and ten, but it is over with. He, outside of random spurts, yeah. I don't have the highest hopes for Carter Five because um, I think what it comes down to is subject matter. Like Wayne never, and it's crazy because like when he was in the uh, Hot Boys mm. and and Squad Up and all that, you know, he he uh he was at a certain ceiling. And you know, no yeah. pun intended, no ceilings. Ha ah, ah, ha ah, ah, ha ha, whatever. He had a certain ceiling, and then he like upped his level after Juvie and all them left. Like he went to another level, but his content never like evolved. Yeah. So, so he's not the person, and I don't know how old he is. I'm. He's probably thirty five, thirty six. He's not that old. Yeah. But he gonna be too old to be rapping about pussy and weed, like. You know, pussy, weed, and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, rap is at a point now where they, with the Jay-Z's and the 2 Chains and the Rick Rosses, they rapping about stocks, bonds, owning shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, financial freedom and all that. If Lil Wayne doing that, I'm still talking about weed and, you know, drugs. We're going to be like, all right, dog. Like, you need to be getting your health in order. <laughs> Man, I can't tell you how many times I, that I heard about the latest Jay-Z, like, Somebody called it adult contemporary rap. Like Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and I think it's time for Lil Wayne to start to enter that space. Like he don't gotta rap like Jay Z and talk about wearing suits and all that, but Yeah. Dog, we got a whole it's, it's enough people talking about drugs and, and bitches, like Yeah. At least talk about adult drugs. And older yeah. words, like I don't know. <laughs> it, I'm oh, not you know how you, you know how you just see some people young their whole life. Yeah. Like, like and then you see them old and you like damn like. Uh, yeah. Like Lil Wayne, his everything about Lil Wayne is meant to be young. And, yeah. Like and is it and um hopefully Birdman ain't on it. I know they made up. Look man, Birdman, if you listening, stay the fuck away from Carter Five, my boy. I don't want no ad libs, <laughs> no believe that bitch. I don't want to hear none of that shit. And I don't, something, 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 bitch, something, yeah. something, something, shit, none uh, of that. 
I don't, Birdman, please, please. Please don't be nowhere near Carter Five, man. Please. Um, but like I like I was saying before, Lil Wayne, one of the greatest rappers of all time, greatest rappers of all, greatest rapper of my generation, definitely. Yeah, um, then, yeah. You know, you know the old heads got their rock cams and their ice cubes, and the the the, the sort of old heads got the Nas and Tupac. <laughs> but when I was you know what I'm saying? Well, we, we the same age, yeah. same generation or whatever. Yeah. But when we was going out and all that, and when we go out, they playing Lil Wayne. They not playing that other stuff. They playing Lil Wayne. That man had a run from the year 2004 to about 2013. Yeah. That's, almost a yeah. ten, that's almost a decade run where he was the hottest nigga in rap. How many people can say that? Where it got to a point from 2004 to about 2013, everything he put out, whether it was a mixtape or an album, was at least debatable as a classic. Yeah. Some shit was an undebatable classic. The I other mean, shit was, damn, he put out another classic. I know me personally, it was like, it was literally, there literally wasn't a point where I couldn't hear his music, whether it was on the radio yeah, or I'm riding with somebody. I'm, Prime Wayne, like, I'm riding, yeah. Be walking down the street, motherfuckers are listening to it on their phone, not even with headphones, just playing that bitch out loud. Man, dog, he took people's songs and made you forget it was they song. Song, yeah. He took upgrade up. Beyonce is a fucking icon. He took Beyonce's song. Don't nobody even <laughs> when people hear upgrade you, they think of Lil Wayne. <laughs> when people hear uh. What was the Mike Jones? The Mr. Jones. He took that song. Niggas don't even know yeah. that was Mike Jones' song. <laughs> it's a Lil Wayne song. Like, Wayne take your shit and makes it his. You yeah. Know? yeah I, it's hard to do that shit nowadays, you know, with Jacquees and LMA, that little situation that happened. <laughs> <laughs> LMA out here stopping bags. Man, that shit crazy. But back in it, well, in our time, young folks, you could take somebody's song and make it more popular than their song. Yeah. They just had to, they just had to eat the shit. <laughs> but uh, what's your favorite Lil Wayne? Like, out of all, you got to pick one favorite. What is your favorite Lil Wayne project? So it could be an album, it could be a mixtape, it could be a collaboration, it could be a Hot Boys album. What's your favorite Lil Wayne project? My favorite... It gotta be the Carter Two, for me. That was that was it. And when I when I, when I was on the Carter Two, like it was, it was a little bit after it came. It wasn't even like it was when it dropped. It was probably about five six months after the joint dropped. But when I popped that joint in, I could not stop listening to it. Like I listened to that joint, like when Fifty's first album dropped. Like motherfuckers were listening to that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I remember I bought Carter Two out of Sam Goody and Coliseum Mall the day it dropped. The, and the, you know Sam Goody, it wasn't like you buy a CD from Target for like nine ninety nine. You buy a CD from Sam Goody, that'd be like eighteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yo, record labels was tripping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here selling toy dog. No, I don't even pay that a month to listen to music. And yeah. he was buying one CD for fourteen, fifteen dollars. <laughs> wasn't even like it was a deluxe edition or nothing. Yeah, it was just the normal ass Carter too. But uh, 
I I had to think real long and hard about this, but honestly, yeah. it came down. It was like I had to, I damn it had to do a bracket <laughs> for my favorite Lil Wayne project, and I think that I, I think uh, Drought Three is the best. I mean, with two first of all, it's a two disc, and yeah. the man just snaps for a day. Man, just you can listen to that shit all day <laughs> back and forth. The man spazzed on everybody beat and he spazzed on everything. He spazzed on everything. But yeah. it's probably drought three. Of course dedication to fucking no no ceilings. The man just got so many classics and then he yeah. got classic albums. His albums his albums kinda fell off at the uh Carter Three. What was you about to say? Cause I ain't gonna lie, like I completely forgot about no feelings till you brought that bitch up. That joint was no feelings. No feelings too was god awful, <laughs> and he probably knows that. But no feelings. The man just like he, and that was like, another future run. Everybody talks about this run future on Wayne did this time three. But the crazy thing about the Wayne run is. Like, there was never a shortage of music because this nigga was putting out two or three projects a year and, like, them bitches was booming, like, back to back to back to back. He was putting out fucking... He was putting out hella material for free. (laughs) Yeah. For free. He was putting out mixtapes like they was songs. (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, like I said, just off the strength, Carter Five definitely getting a listen. I'm not staying up to midnight. I'm old. I don't know. Uh, that shit can get a listen while I'm at work tomorrow. I'll listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> listen to this tomorrow. By the time y'all listening to this, maybe by the time y'all listening to it, it's already out and we have been had listened to it. But uh, I ain't staying up to no midnight. Nah, nah, I got shit to do tomorrow. Let's move on, man. Let's get into some of this college football this week. Um. We, we're completely turning the page, man. But before we completely turn the page, you got any ODU takes? Man, all I can say about that game is I'm glad that I was helping a friend move so I couldn't watch that shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, was, it was like watching. It was like it was like watching your best friend just get their ass kicked and there was nothing you could do about it. It was terrible, man. It was terrible. We couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't run. I'm sitting couldn't there. Run, couldn't tackle. Couldn't cover. None of that. What were you about to say? And I'm sitting there tracking it on my phone. Like I'm while I'm helping my friend, my my friend move and shit. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, I'm like, why the fuck are we letting these things around? I'm like, yo, we gonna turn it around. We gonna turn it around. We gonna turn it around. When we came out of halftime and I think we scored and then they scored directly right behind us. I was like, we we lost. We gonna lose this fucking game, yo. <laughs> Even if we had won that bitch, it would have felt like we lost. Yeah, yeah. Let, when you let a bunch of kids that that you told we don't want you put up forty nine points, whatever they put up, like <laughs> ODU is, is full of kids that Virginia Tech was like, nah, we good. They turned around and bust our head wide open. That shit was crazy. But uh, like I said, we turned now the pages completely turned. We gonna go into next week, man, or this week. Uh, we, got a couple games. <laughs> we got a couple games that we're going to, uh, you know, look out for look out for y'all for the culture. Uh, we got West number 12, West Virginia, at, num- at number 25, Texas Tech. 
Who you got winning this game? I got to pick West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, West Virginia. Will Greer, the best quarterback in the country. Um, oddly, they only favor by three and a half, but <laughs> Will Greer and them receivers. And then you got Texas Tech. And shout out to Coda Allen. Shout out to Coda Allen, my boy. I wish I wish you went somewhere else except Texas Tech. Because playing <laughs> linebacker for Texas Tech is like, I can't even think of the, what's the mismatch. But, uh, West Virginia, uh, UVA at NC State, and UVA is good this year. Bryce Perkins is one, might be one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Who you got winning that? I'm I'm picking UVA, man, to make a bit of a splash. Yeah, going, with, going with the upset. Yeah. The NC State gonna bust their ass. <laughs> NC State gonna bust. UVA. UVA is good for UVA. Uh, if but I'll say this though, if UVA wins. Now you got my attention. You got my full attention. If you like this one off, now they got my full attention. What would you rather say? They gonna they gonna upset somebody, okay? And I'm just hoping that they get that out the way early, so it's not us. <laughs> they they UVA done pulled their little upsets. They beat Louisville. They beat Richmond. <laughs> I think they beat the Ohio Bobcats. All three teams probably were shocked. No, those are what they upset. <laughs> We got uh, we got Tennessee at number two Georgia. Uh, how bad do you think Georgia gonna beat Tennessee? Man, Oof. see, like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them seven points. I, I think I think it's gonna be fifty two to seven. That's 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 what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> Georgia gonna beat the shit out of Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee, dang, yeah, dang, dang. <laughs> All right, we got number four Ohio State at. I think I don't even. I forgot. I ain't right down Penn State ranking. I'm fucking up, but they they rank too. At mm-hmm. number four Ohio State at number whatever the fuck Penn State. That before I say before you give a prediction, Urban Meyer is back. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> Urban Meyer's back. Fuck him for the shit he let go down. We talked about rape culture a little bit earlier. Yo. Wh- Stop helping your friends abuse women, you fucking yeah. punk ass niggas. Like, somebody step up and, be, and have a backbone and put a stop to the shit. But, uh, yeah, Ohio State at Penn State. Ohio State favored by three points. Who you got? I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Ohio State. I think they're going to pull, like, a Patriots Brave situation. Even though he was a fuck nigga in the situation, I think they're going to come out feeling like, you know, you they were wrong. got to do it for yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, can we just have a fucking tie? Can we? Can this game just get canceled? Because Penn State, fuck them too. Because they let uh, I I'm legit, and I don't do the fake outrage shit. I legit find it hard to not watch Penn State, but when I see them win and celebrate, like knowing what they got away with. Yeah. And and the fact that uh the NCAA stepped in and said, you know what, Penn State. You suffered enough. You've done everything. We're gonna uh, lift some of your restrictions. Like, dog, can somebody have a fucking backbone and give a shit about the victims for once? Yeah. And stop, stop treating these football coaches and players and teams like they the yeah. victims. Like, well, you suffered enough. Cause when you get, I ain't never been raped. Mm-hmm. I've been, a, I've been beat up. You know, I ain't never been beat up by you know domestically, but I've never yeah. been raped. So. To tell, to tell 
the the the, the machine that that keeps this type of shit going. All right, you've suffered enough. Yeah. It's a slap in the face to the victims. The school isn't the victim. The athletic program isn't the victim. Like, yeah, maybe the, the athletes program. are the victims. Cause yeah, because they, 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 you know, they went to the school not knowing the circumstances. And like I said, but but at the same time, Penn State. I mean, the NCAA gave everybody to say, you know what, you can leave Penn State, and everybody coming to Penn State after the fact know what they did. Yeah. So still kind of like, you know. Fuck you too, a little bit. <laughs> but nah, man, I'm I'm with you, man. I got Ohio State, um, Penn State. I guess they're doing this Trace McSorley thing. Trace McSorley is okay. He's an okay quarterback. Um, I, they trying to make him the next Baker Mayfield. He ain't. You ain't Baker Mayfield, <laughs> my boy. Baker Mayfield went up to Ohio State and beat them. Um, you ain't got that kind of talent, my boy. <laughs> I think I think I think there's a rush to uh anoint. Like America has a fascination with average size, average arm quarterbacks. Like we love little scrappy run around. Yeah, like, yeah. Like we don't like transcendent talent. We don't like the Jameis Winston. I mean, Jameis great. I can get what I'm, <laughs> I'm just talking about. I'm talking about purely on the field. But I'm just saying we'll pick yeah. apart a Jameis. Uh, who was another wildly transcendent? quarterback like a like an Andrew Luck yeah you know, so we'll pick them apart yeah. all day they're overrated but then we'll find this little average runaround dude and we'll my god Johnny football you know what I'm saying like we love yeah. those little average quarterbacks I don't know what it is but uh I mean but, I guess like you know everybody wants to feel like <laughs> it could be them like what, what would I look like in that situation and, yeah because the most average motherfuckers means like you said average arms Average, you know, throw accuracy and all that other shit. You know what? Maybe that could be me if I ever played for. <laughs> I'm, man, I'm scrappy and I'm tough. And yeah, I quit. They I got those. the heart. You got, they got to be scrappy too, though. They can't be like yeah. average, but like stoic. They gotta have that fire yeah. too, though. Like, like Trace McSorley is fun to watch. Just he's not fucking with Ohio State. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Baby Bosa not even playing, but. Trust me, they'll put the next five star in there. <laughs> at number seven, Stanford plays at number eight, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is favored by five and a half points. Who you got winning this game? Um, I'm gonna pick Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. No, for no particular reason, just gut feeling. Um, you you, you know me. I'm. I don't. I'm a kind of a emotional guy, you know, when it comes to my sports. Shooting, shooting off the hey, shooting off the hip. Let me tell you <laughs> I study this shit and be wrong. So <laughs> Man, there is no science that can predict there this is shit, no yo. Science, man. If uh, you try you you gonna fail. <laughs> I'm going with Notre Dame as well, but I think Bryce Love for Stanford's gonna go off. Um he ain't had his Heisman game yet. I know he's been getting hype and the first game they played San Diego State, he had like a handful of yards. He ain't had no no game where the world been put back on notice. Like, oh, Bryce Love steal this shit. By the way, um, <laughs> but I think Notre Dame gonna pull it out. Maybe because I want Notre Dame to be undefeated when we play them October sixth, which is what fucking next week. God damn. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh shit, we ain't ready. 
<laughs> he ain't ready, but yeah, uh, getting the undefeated Notre Dame and Blacksburg would be dope. So maybe I don't think Notre Dame will win, but maybe I won't Notre Dame to win. Fuck it. Last but not least, because we're both Hokie fans, Virginia Tech at number 22, Duke. Duke is uh, favored by four and a half points. Um, how do you think Virginia Tech is going to win? Because we ain't picking them to lose. What do they got to do <laughs> to win the game? We have to make a fucking adjustments on defense. Like, God damn. Like, that's, you're speaking a foreign language. <laughs> Don't come on this podcast making sense. <laughs> we have to make adjustments on, you know, the side of the ball, on both sides of the ball, you know. I, I disagree. I think the offense, uh, I think the offense. No, I'm saying, like, I'm not, I'm saying, like, if, not just before game, like, in game, when things aren't going right. Like, if you see something that's not happening the way you want it to, you know, if the pass isn't there, but you see some run options, but you afraid to, you know, go for them, be, hey, man, don't cost you to the win. You are, they're already killing this, right? So, but, you know, more so defense than offense. Man, just off mm. the fact, I think, I and, I and I said all this last week, and I ain't trying to rehash a bunch of old shit. I think what happened last week is Bud Foster and Eric, the defensive coaches, I think they got caught up in thinking eventually one of these boys on defense, whether that's uh, Caleb Farley, Bryce Watts, whoever, uh, Khalil Adler, whoever, they thought one of them eventually was going to step up and make that game-sealing interception or maybe just the interception to make uh, ODU be like, all right, okay, we're reminded we're inferior. All right, now we're about to just now it's about to just roll. We about to get our ass kicked, and um, they're still waiting. They're yeah. still waiting for somebody to make that play. Um, <laughs> like you said, there was no defensive adjustments. Uh, you you playing cover zero, you playing <laughs> press man cover zero, and you basically just letting go and letting God with. Yeah. With players that don't that ain't ready for that type of moment. Uh I expect to see have some deep safety yeah. looks. I expect to see two deep safeties. Um I don't know if Divine Diablo is coming back. Lord knows we need his ass back. <laughs> Cause he was sorely missed. Um we just looked out of sorts and and Duke and, and Duke coming to play. Well well Duke's at home. You know, Duke's gonna play. <laughs> Duke's yeah. ranked number 22. Duke beat Northwestern. I think Duke beat Baylor. This ain't the old Duke teams that just roll over and play dead. David Cutcliffe is a a real good coach. And the funny yeah. thing is, before we lost to ODU, everybody on the timeline was saying, hey, that motherfucking Duke game before Notre Dame, that's going to be the one. That was yeah. supposed to be the game we were supposed to lose. <laughs> but being that we lost last week, then we should be refocus we fuck around and lose yeah dude yeah. too oh you can cancel christmas on notre dame that's it then it's gonna turn into how bad it's gonna get i wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit of that duke debacle was a little bit i mean not duke but odu debacle was a little bit of us uh smelling ourselves too i ain't going around you know i doubt I, 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 and people been saying it a lot i just don't <laughs> think we were good enough <laughs> the the people that was the people that got the talent showed it mm. yeah the people that weren't good enough got bullied 
I don't think whether they whether they felt themselves or not, I don't think it was nothing they could have did. Now, you know, as far as they, I think they did everything they could on the field. They didn't get much help from the coaches. Yeah. But um, I don't like I I I I know, and I've been hearing that a lot. I've been hearing, you know, we were rusty because of Hurricane Florence, and we didn't play last week or week before last. It's a a lot of shit went into it, but. The offense wasn't that rusty. Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson is an okay player. He like he 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 played a Josh Jackson game. It ain't like Josh Jackson before that <laughs> threw nine touchdowns and lit shit up. He was Josh Jackson. Yeah. And then he went out yeah. last weekend with Josh Jackson. God bless him. Hope his leg heals. Uh, fuck the people that hope that he got hurt. But um. <laughs> It was just a game, and I mean, we ran the ball for damn near 200-something yards. We ran the ball really well. We got good receivers. Uh, offensive line could have protected Josh a little bit better, but offensive line been playing well this year. Mm-hmm. I, I just think what it came down to it is we don't have good DBs, and somebody finally exploited it. Yeah. Uh, and and uh it's right. They're gonna get tested again tomorrow because the book is out. <laughs> so yeah. tomorrow, well, it is Donkey Friday. So yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> man, that's it, man. You got any shout outs? Anything you want to plug? Mm, not that comes to mind. Well, well, I already gave everybody, you know, my. Handle last time I was on the joint. I don't really got no new. The, the, the pie has clout now. I got more. I get more <laughs> listeners now. It's football season. So shout it out again. Yeah, I'm Sunny D. I'm on the Twitter. That's capital S O N capital E underscore capital D. I'm not on Instagram or Snapchat or none of the other. We don't do the other one. Yeah, the other ones are the devil. I was at work today, and dude was showing me all types of twerk videos on the Instagram. I'm like, my brother, I'm a good Christian man. I don't indulge. Devil. I don't indulge in the devil's playground, (laughs) 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 which is that Instagram. But no, uh, that's pretty much it, man. Thank y'all for rocking with the podcast. Um, like I said, it was coming out late because I had shit to do. Y'all know how that goes. But uh, until then, man, God bless.